This is a little weird because I'm I'm in control of everything and it's fucking with me. Do not adjust your stereos. He is in control. All right, welcome to Um That Just Happened, podcast that can't see anything because it's dark and we're driving in the nighttime. We're making your commute suck by also making our commute suck just a little bit less. I wear my sunglasses at night. Just like a douchebag. So I can... I don't. What does he say after? So he can what? Is that a moped? I thought it was so... That just happened. We just got passed by a moped. I don't think it was a moped. Honestly, I think it was one of those bicycles with an actual electric motor grazing on the rear wheel because it was not moped size. I thought that was what a moped was. No, mopeds are those little ass... I mean, they look like midget motorcycles. I'd say moped again. Well, I thought the difference between a scooter and a moped was a, a moped actually had pedals. So if it had pedals and a motor, it's a moped. Oh, I could be wrong. That could be corrections for next show. Should, wouldn't it be a less ped? Because then you'd be pedaling less with the motor, you would think? As in moped? Yeah. Mo engine? Less ped? Less pedestrian? <laughs> <laughs> but you hit mo pedestrians on that one. No, the funny thing is, this is probably going to be one of our more sober podcasts. Hopefully. Hey, Mo Mo! <laughs> Hopefully, with us driving, it ends up being a sober podcast. Oh, one person has to say sober. Nah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pre-recorded in the, um, I don't know what the name of my van is. I think we've just been calling thought, Adam's van the Quinjet. I thought it's Vanna. Van, well, I mean, what, what's the secret code name of the van? Oh. Re- recording in the Baroness. In the Ratmobile. Okay. Batman's car. It should be Batman's car. <laughs> no, he doesn't say Batman's car. He said Batman car. Batman car, excuse me. Yeah, Batman car, dada. Got into an argument with my son again today. Hey, speaking of new segments, uh, funny shit our kids did, which David will be able to contribute to that in a few months. Congratulations again, sir. Thank you. Jason pointed out that uh, he had a Batmobile in the living room today, and he's like, look, Dad, that Batman car. I'm like, Jason, it's called the Batmobile. I was like, no, a Batman car. <laughs> so apparently, it's called Batman car. And whatever, as long as he knows who it belongs to. True story. At least he didn't steal the rims. Better that than, I used to, even as a kid, I used to hate when you get other kids. You know, like, mm-hmm. named after Jason Todd. Yeah, I did. Rims off the Batman. Batman car. No. So, when I was a kid, I used to hate when people would play with my, uh, with my <laughs> Batman toys. And they'd be like, look, Batman's flying. Like, Batman doesn't fly! Dad! And, like, I'd run to the other room, like, get this fucking kid out of here! Uh, I actually had that argument with Jason about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> dad, Dad, Batman fly! No, Iron Man fly, Jason. Batman fly, Dad, Dad. <laughs> so how do you refrain from beating your children? Because I need to learn this kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. So when I take this Batman toy away from my child and just hit it with a hammer. No, Batman does not. You should throw it in the air. Like, look, Batman don't fly. So anyway, pre-recorded at the... <laughs> the Baroness. Batman car. Batman car. Edited at Lazarus Space Studios. Recording for posterity on August 30th, 2015. To be our first podcast to be aired on... In September. Yes, of this year. Yeah, September... Well, let's see. Seven? Tuesday's the first. So then... It'd be, what, the fifth? Tuesday's the first? Yeah. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. So, thir- so 31 days in August isn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we submit for your approval your weekly source of mobile audio debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And, of course, we have a special guest, the officer of corrections, if you will. The other Merc with a mouth. Mr. David Merkel. What's going on, everyone? That's, that is your your signature, isn't it? The whole, what's going on, everyone? Like, I think you said that since episode one. It's adorable. I love it. We all have our little things that we say. Yeah, you know what? I, okay, so speaking <coughs> of uh, Backslash We Rule, um, hopefully that's the next podcast that we'll be able to guest star on. Yes. But what's, I don't know what a, I kind of did a prop to T 
ACA doubles recording with Nick, and I didn't know, I was thinking about, like, I don't have a sign on. Like, I, I think my sign on is, hey, what happened? Haro? So you'd be like, um, that just happened? Like, something that you say every time we, uh, we start the podcast? Yeah. Oh, your whole little spiel is your little sign on. Well, I mean, that's my sign on, but like, okay, what if I, I'm a correspondent for another show? And that's the way the cookie crumbles. And, and, you know, it's like, hey, I'd like to welcome from Um That Just right, Happened, yes. Mr. Rodney Sinio, what's the sign on? I don't know, start one. Are you going to put the background music to be, like, the sign by Ace of Base now? I didn't see the sign. Oh, my God. These fucking guys sometimes, I tell you people, you don't understand. So we have a special surprise guest uh, who will be joining us later on in the podcast on this uh, little commute adventure. So we're actually going to be skipping around as we drive, but the segments are going to be bouncing around as we drive because we're missing the fourth member right now. We're going to actually have, you know, somebody come in in the middle of the pocket. It's going to feel like the mailman and Mr. Rogers just, and here he is! It's going to be one of those. So we're really going to be doing most of the show that we can with just the three of us without having to incorporate the fourth uh, opinion yet so we're gonna be jumping around everybody so be prepared shit's gonna get crazy all right so the first first topic for this ride is gonna be our corrections department can you do that as you drive yeah actually i can without dying i think so don't snapchat and drive people but uh if you're gonna correct podcasts it's all right they haven't made that law yet actually let's jump to um on what's gonna happen. Alright, so on what's gonna happen today, we're actually gonna be talking about the top topic. Did we figure out what the top topic was gonna be? Things we're looking forward to seeing this fall. Oh yeah. Top topic today is gonna be TV shows and movies that we look forward to seeing this fall, or that we're just gonna do our best to watch this fall. The comic cliff notes today is gonna be actually Spawn, because we haven't done that before, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, The fuck you is gonna be our airing of grievances, open forums, open forum promotions, what the last few things that we want to talk about for the day to uh, give props to some of our fellow podcasters, ourselves, and our whole network. She's actually fucking writing on her steering wheel as she's driving. That's old school Snapchat. Hey, everybody, look at this notepad. And then there's the what you say, which actually we're gonna be finishing out this uh we're gonna be finishing out this topic because i don't ha- i haven't written any more lately so this might be the last episode of the what you say segment i think we should just start doing what you say is out of imdb we can i mean part of the thrill for me was well thrill because i'm that much of a nerd but part of the thrill for me was being able to write down ones that i knew off the top of my head but we don't always have that so if you want to write down some that you know off the top of your head feel free to write in at uh at utjh podcast on twitter yeah or the Facebook page, facebook.com slash uh, hashtag spelled out U-T-J-H. All right, so fuck the corrections because Ronnie's about to jump on the expressway and I don't want to die. Actually, I do have the corrections, right? Yeah, but I don't know if you'll be able to read and drive on the expressway at the same time, so we could skip that. <laughs> and I could jump into the... Let's see. Actually, I'm going to need the navigation pretty soon after I give the corrections. <laughs> so. so then just forget the corrections for now. Okay. We'll come back to that. Let's do the uh, let's do the count of the cliff notes. Today we're gonna be talking about Spawn, number one, May 1992. I can't. I remember Spawn being that old. Yeah. I, I remember being like more than like 95, but. Was that the same year that this is how we did it, or this is how we do it? By Montel Jordan. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, real name Al Simmons, Albert Francis Simmons. Ooh. What's wrong with that? Albert. Thanks. Because <laughs> that's what's wrong with the character. He was a lieutenant in the Marine Corps, highly trained covert operative, and he saved the president from an attempted assassination. He was working with the CIA, and he began to question the morality of his agency and what they were doing, and his best friend 
named Chapel was hired to kill him. In a blazing inferno, Simmons was killed and his soul was sent to hell because he had knowingly killed innocents while working with the CIA. And then Simmons made a deal with an evil being known as Malabolgia, or the devil in this series, in exchange for his soul and he would get a chance to see his wife, Wanda, once again. When Simmons returned to the human world, five years had passed and he had been formed in transformed into a demonic creature with little memory of his former life. After regaining his memories, he sought out to he sought out his wife only to find she had moved on and married his best friend Terry and that they now had a daughter. Spawn's actually to me is one of the best African American characters of all time. You know, you don't you know him being black doesn't add or take away anything from the character. It's not one of the, he doesn't talk like a black guy in the comic books like they were doing a lot in especially the older days of comics like if you're to listen to if you're to look at how luke cage talked or even the falcon in some panels so i i've always liked spawn i mean especially when he first came out todd mcfarland started making some toys and it was a really big deal when he had his own toy line because the toys just seemed much more graphic like they had spikes all over the place the violator had a giant jaw and malabolgia was huge but the big thing to come out of spawn was the spawn movie which i still love i think it's a great movie i think that given the time in which it came out i don't think it was that bad i don't know what you guys think but even just from reading that it seemed pretty close to the source material i mean i for one i'm one of the few people who actually enjoyed the movie i mean i granted yes the cgi was over the top but i mean how do you really render hell i mean what's an accurate you know fire and brimstone i mean you know, I, I've never seen anybody or any, you know, short of Mortal Kombat 3 in the Scorpion stage, I've never really seen an actual rendition of Hell that I could go, hey, you know, yeah, Hell probably does look like that. That's how I felt. I felt Constantine is how I envisioned Hell. That's a good one, too. Like, it's, it's our world, just a desolate, rustic burned down version of it and to me which you know is even scarier than just fire everywhere like the, the, to me that doesn't make sense why the fuck would there just be fire i mean other than that scene i you know i like the cgi i like the cape i like the animation of the cape yeah i didn't think it was bad especially for its time i love the i think the cape still holds up amazingly well yeah of all things yeah like the, the cape looks pretty good and that motorcycle scene yeah i like that i still uh give mad prophet john leguizamo Oh, yeah. I think John Leguizamo is a perpetually underrated actor. Of that, course. That was my favorite of his roles, I think. Yeah, to me, John Leguizamo is always the best in his one-man act kind of thing, or his one-man show. I'm a huge fan of that. I remember when you brought up uh, the Romeo and Juliet remake. I didn't think he was bad in that either. No, he was probably one of the better roles in it. Who did he play? Tybalt, Prince Tybalt, of Cats. Yes. Wait, the Leonardo DiCaprio with Paltrow? Yeah. yeah. Never saw it. You should. It's, so, I don't think it's a bad movie. For all the people that, that say that John Leguizamo is a shitty actor or he's no. he's only silly, and then you see movies like that or a pyromaniac's love story, you see that he has acting chops. If, if you're going to watch The Pest or Mario Brothers, those aren't the movies to see to get that kind of side of him. I just feel like there's actors in Hollywood that it feels like Hollywood has like the actual need to piss on. Yeah. Only give bit roles to him. I was like, come on. Well, I mean, if you if you've been to John Leguizamo's one man show, um, he has a thing against. He has an ego to him, to a certain extent. He has an ego so much so that uh, he refuses to audition for parts. And um, I guess in Hollywood, that's kind of frowned upon thing. I mean, I don't know if John Leguizamo's like that level type acting. I mean, it's not like you know he's uh, 
you gotta pick up him. I mean, I just, I, I would like to see Marvel offer him a role. I would like to see him as Ambush Bug. That kind of caught me by surprise. I think he could pull off Gambit. Really? Cocky, arrogant, and that is so many incarnations of Gambit. He's a little Self-assured. old. Self-assured. He's a little old for the role. He's not enough of a heartthrob. He doesn't, that, he doesn't age, though. Or Cajun. No, but... Well, but neither is fucking Channing Tatum. But he's from New Orleans. Channing Tatum's gonna be Gambit? Where he have was you been? No, no, not anymore. He's, yeah, he is. He's they reached be, a, no, they reached oh, an oh, 11th hour agreement. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's in. They just casted um, the female lead. Although Channing Tatum didn't do such a bad job in Book of Life. Channing Tatum, I have no issue with Channing Tatum. I'm just saying, if Channing Tatum can play Gambit, I think Donald Guzamo, I would at least like to see his screen test for it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing him as a villain more than anything. Oh, yeah, I think he'd be an awesome villain. Even, like, if they could get him in, to play, like, the Creeper. Yeah. You know, something he can be kind of silly with, but a little um, ominous as well. Like... Creepy. I wonder how you do a sinister. I was thinking that. His, his, but nobody would take him seriously. You'd need to modulate his voice almost like how the sinister was during the X-Men cartoon series. Man. I love the sound of that voice. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That was one of my... I, it, it pissed me off. They didn't flesh out some of his uh, plot lines. He's a hard character to try to... I can't believe Fox has so much shit. fucking problems. But they were like almost the pioneers for, their car, for uh, comic book character cartoon shows. Yeah. I mean, cartoons are so much easier to me... So flesh out because you can make it match the comic book. You can put Wolverine in the yellow and blue costume. You can't really do that in the real world because people are going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Except once you saw that he almost had that costume, then you're just like, ah, get the fuck out of here. We could have actually seen it. Yeah, that was a fucking hell of a tangent. Yeah, it was. So anyway, who would you get to play? Spawn. Yeah. Although I think Michael J. White did a great job. Yeah, kind of hard to top that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to play with the whole, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, when they were doing that uh, that one shot for the uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, the uh-huh. R-rated Mortal Kombat, yep. like, when I saw him in there being Jax, I was like, fuck yeah. Jax. Even seeing him in The Dark Knight, I'm like, holy shit, Spawn versus Joker? Enough from the clown. Yeah, he, lo- he overacted a little bit on that one. But yeah, still. he did. <laughs> he was playing up the hammy. One-sided gangster too much a little bit. Hell, I, I love them in Black Dynamite. Hell yeah. Have you seen Black Dynamite? I have not. Watch that movie. It's uh, it's like the uh, machete of... Uh, like, it's on par with machete and the type of humor. It's supposed to be a spoof off of black exploitation films. Oh, okay. Yeah. So kind of like... Uh, Undercover Brother? Yeah, no, that wasn't what I was thinking of, but oh. I, yeah... Okay, so I know but it's more it, like it's it's even filmed in like 70s style with like that the, soundtrack yeah, the same kind of uh, like they use cameras from the 70s sound equipment from the 70s you would swear that you're watching superfly or something like that all right so moving on from that although for a you know, if you were to shoot for a younger um you're gonna play falcon i think yeah spawn yeah i would say if you're gonna shoot for a younger uh, he's a little pretty to be spawned. He looks burned after he becomes spawned. Yeah, really you yeah, you don't really need it. Michael Jai White wasn't exactly... I mean, I'm comfortable with my masculinity saying wasn't exactly ugly before he burned scene. He's got that gap tooth. Which the guy from... The guy that plays Falcon kind of does too. But, but can he really play an angry or like a vengeful person? I don't know. He was pretty angry in 8 Mile. Was he Papa Doc? Yeah. Oh, crap. All right. I'll give it to him for his range. <laughs> About uh, the guy, the real name Clarence. <laughs> uh, what about the guy who played Karath? I don't know what that is. 
from Guardians of the Galaxy. The guy who oh. know, Ronan's lackey. Oh, oh, oh. He played uh, uh, Papa Midnight in Constantine. I can't, I can't get past the accent. Like, if he was spawned... Just... Can he drop the accent, though? I mean, no. no. Oh, okay. He's straight African. Who? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, that's who we're Legendary talking. outlaw. God, I love that movie. Come on, man. Star-Lord. Shout out to JD for uh, watching Guardians of the Galaxy again, according to his Facebook post. That's got to be a fun house to be in sometimes. Just, I feel like every time I talk to Aubrey, she's talking about, yeah, we just saw Guardians of the Galaxy again. And how many times has she been on the show by now? Enough. Enough times. All right. So we have a new guest joining us in the uh, in the Baroness, I guess. Uh, Mr. What, you want me to call you by your DJ name? <laughs> uh, Tony Arzadon? Yeah, Mr. Tony Arzadon. Now on, uh, now on Podomatic. New Podomatic member. Also on SoundCloud, you can find him. Podomatic uh, links to iTunes podcast. Nice. Did you guys figure that out? Does it? No, our, yeah. well, our podcast is linked to uh, Podomatic. Yeah, but um, it is right. Yeah, does it, does it automatically go to iTunes podcasts? You can set it up yeah. that way. Yeah, it does. Okay, I just work here. I'm I'm here. I'm the talent. It's Carter Johansson. Without any makeup or anything. Still hot. All it's right. actually pretty cool because it's unique. Like we're doing this in the car. Oh it's yeah, like we're moving. We're mobile right now. <laughs> It's the mobile show. All right, so let's move on to the shout-outs. Or do you want to do podcast needs first? Let's just go on with the shout-outs because that's easier to do while Rodney's driving. Uh, first, you want to shout-out the wife. Usual shit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she's great. She's a great person. Special shout-out to everyone that showed up for Sebastian's first birthday party. Special shout-out to everyone that gave us well wishes for Sebastian's first birthday party. It's a big deal. But that's it for me. You got anybody you want to shout-out? A shout-out to Scam Artists and everyone that's supporting open format music and... Uh got a new single coming out in a few weeks so shout out to billboard and everyone in the radio mix show dj world it's gonna be hot of course you're gonna give us the name of that song at the end of the show right so that we can talk yes awesome david uh shout out to my wife love her doing good (laughs) hasn't killed me yet despite the stupid (laughs) things i've done which are plenty oh they are plentiful uh shout out to the work family Always good people. Glad to know them. Of course, shout out to you guys for keeping this crazy fucking train called UTGH going and on the tr- on the rails. And uh, well, that's all I got. Rodney. Birthday shout outs. Shout outs to uh, both Anthony's brother and sister. His birthdays are coming up. Rich and Rhea. <laughs> Happy birthday, guys. Shout out yeah. to my friend Tracy in Indiana. I hope you're listening. We've got some uh, followers in Indianapolis, and I think that's you. Shout out to Yasleen. Holy crap, Yasleen's turning 18. That's your cousin, Adam. Jocelyn? Yeah. No? Well, Is that not her? Yeah, that's her. Wow. Holy crap. I am too old in this world. Yeah. Shout out to our Uncle Nico um, and Amanda. Amanda. Uh, uh, Jason's Amanda. Ah. Hey, Amanda. Happy birthday. Oh, also shout out to the twins, uh, Damara and uh, Danielle and DJ Predator. From oh, wow. Transit. We got a Predator on the show. We're ta- or a DJ on the show. We're talking about another DJ. Not a Predator. We don't have two Predators on the show because that would sound creepy. Oh, shit. We got more. September 13th, 14th shout outs. Uh, shout out to Kim from grade school and shout out to my friend Katie Walker from uh, Rock Bottom Days. Hey, we just mentioned Rock Bottom. What are the odds of that? Yeah, we just passed it. Um, immediate trip right now. Where are we going? Where are we going? I have no idea. Pick up some dogs, I guess. Sorry, did I not jump in in time? I haven't used Snapchat in a long time. See, we can Snapchat because we're not technically driving. I don't Snapchat. Alright, moving on to podcast news. Where's the theme music? Everybody's talking about my podcast. I 
got my podcast. I got my podcast on. Thank all our regular listening audiences in Aurora, Chicago, Wichita, San Jose, D.C., and Boston, where Adam's going to be very soon. Yep. When's the Boston trip again? September 18th, that weekend. Oh, we got September 18th. So, uh, shouts out to uh, Edgar and uh, Alex, and also Eric Ferry Christina can make it. Ryan Madigan going to be joining us for the WWE themed podcast. While I'm away. While Adam's away. That'll be the first podcast without me. I'm going to feel a little. we gotta find we gotta find a place to record. Maybe it'll be like special episode on that just happened. Technically, it's not an official on um, that just happened episode. You should still have it at Adam's house. Just do it on like his back porch, and like leave all the empty beer cans and beer bottles. I hope well, you guys do do that, and I hope I, I hope there's a million trains that go by and about fifty planes just so you can't fucking hear anything. If you're gonna be using my house like I'm not there. What if it snows? What do you mean using your house like you're not there? Well, because I'm not there. Go fuck yourself, Dave. And then shout out to uh, shout Davy Davy Merkel. <laughs> we don't know him without his last name. I do not exist without it. Shout out to the strong following we have in Fort Wayne, Indiana, this week, guys. Thanks for listening. Unless um, I'm pretty sure I saw you guys on the boards earlier, but if not, welcome to the show. We're also, going to Indiana. Yeah, we're going to Indiana right now. Impromptu trip. See some of your finest strippers. Yeah. And then shout out to our boys over across the pond. I believe it's you from the Smith Signal podcast. And if it's not, welcome to the show, Westminster, United Kingdom. All right. Let's consult my notes. All right. Moving on to the um, I just saw portion. I just saw Fear the Walking Dead, the spinoff series from The Walking Dead, obviously. That their second episode is airing tonight, so it's recording as we speak. But I don't know. I thought this, I thought the show was kind of slow. I mean, granted, they kind of have to build into something more but about three quarters of the show i look at maria i'm like there's there's zombies in this show right like this isn't this is a bunch of fucking people talking because i don't need a show for that i need a podcast for that so i mean once it got to the end and you got a little bit more of it fleshed out eh, it wasn't bad but besides that i was not disappointed per se i'm just waiting for the second episode for some more shit to go down and besides that i got i started watching the remake of robocop i don't know if you guys saw robocop at all it's not too bad so far i mean i'm only like 10 minutes in because after sebastian's party i kind of knocked the fuck out so that's it i actually had a light week from i just saw still haven't seen ex machina it's still sitting in my basement waiting to be opened even and i'm dying to see that movie i just haven't had the time so that's it for me tony you want to talk a little bit about the movie that you saw this year mission impossible is great (laughs) that's all i can say would you recommend it to other people absolutely I'm really looking forward for Star Wars, though. Oh, hell yeah. Which is coming out December this winter. Other than that, any movie that's coming out is irrelevant until then. I know, I see your shirt. <laughs> I'm always ready for Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of the first three. I mean, a lot of people give the first three movies a bad rep. I mean, for obvious reasons, Jar Jar Binks, shit like that. Hayden Christensen's weird acting, but overall, it's still a Star Wars movie. You still get a, a lightsaber battle. That's all I ask for in this world. David? Okay, I just started watching uh, the series that's on the PlayStation Network, Powers. Ah, wasn't uh, Ryan watching that? I have no No, idea. that's uh, that's something else, but go ahead. I started watching that. I, got, I just started watching the second episode. There's some pretty decent actors in it. Like I said, you know, the first episode was a lot of exposition, but also they're kind of, like, jumping in, like, two or three steps in, so now I'm sure they're going to do a lot of backtracking and flashbacks. Not even so much flashbacks, but fleshing out the the previous points of the story. But, you know, the first episode was pretty entertaining. Pretty violent for a first episode. I gotta give it that. 
impressed by it. I just also started watching Annabelle and uh, Requiem for a Dream. I haven't finished those yet, need to, but uh, so far so good on those. Not so much on Annabelle, I'm not sure how I feel about this one yet. The acting in Annabelle's a little iffy, and it's it's 90% just jump scares, like not real fleshed out scares, just bleh, there's somebody there. Yeah. Rodney? But, uh, speaking of Requiem for a Dream, um, <laughs> I pulled a little bit of audio out of that movie, because I know we talked about it in the last podcast, and the audio alone freaks me the fuck out. And, um, you know, I saw a link to the whole scene, and I understand why you're watching Requiem for a Dream, baby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Adam's right. Not the kind of scene that you're looking forward to, that you would think that it was. <laughs> the, uh, the soundtrack to Requiem for a Dream, that crazy violin soundtrack. Now, that, that alone creeped me out. I just needed the BGM for episode 68, and it's just this eerie audio that it just... The, sends, da-da, yeah. Da-da, da-da. Yeah, I, that movie, uh, the soundtrack to it dope though huh? it's nothing that i would listen to bumping around the house and stuff like that or driving but it matches the tone of the movie the the, the movie's so depressing but i mean the, the music's there for that have you seen any of it yet david or no i'm only like 10 minutes in the sad part is what is the acting of the mother who's uh ellen burns Bur- burston i think is Bernstein? her name yeah she's the the mom in the exorcist but she's so amazing in this movie does the best acting as far as I'm concerned. So, I don't know. I'm anxious to see what you're thinking of it. Alright, anybody see anything else they want to talk about? Oh yeah, I saw the uh, the YouTube video Bat Dad and uh, how he's bugging his wife Jen. So if you're looking for something funny on YouTube, that's actually pretty good. Is that the guy that just goes around saying, not that man? No, he's like, Jen! Oh yeah. Jen! The kid needs changing, Jen! He's like, th- he's doing everything in his Batman voice. And then um, I saw a little bit of 500 Days of Summer. That movie made me fall in love with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And yeah. I'm not even going to say no homo after it. It's a complete homo statement, but I'm okay with it. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a good-looking guy. That, that movie actually tried really hard to push Zoe Deschanel. And um, I don't know, she just doesn't do it for me. She's kind of like, yeah, she looks good, she's okay, but no, not so much. Do you think Katy Perry's good-looking? She's okay. Then, then you think Zoe Deschanel is just okay, because it's like the same fucking person. <laughs> Well, the thing with Katy Perry is she's very smart. Yeah, her boobs are bigger. <laughs> oh, well. And then I also saw uh, the the fanboy video or, like, the whole videos leading up to the theories of the Suicide Squad trailer on how the Joker is really Jason Todd. Oh, yeah. And I found it to be a real interesting theory, including the, uh, the tattoo under the eye, the feathers tattoos, how the bullet marks on the Robin costume are the same wounds that the Joker has in the end of the video, but um, I'll actually be probably one of the few people who are upset if it does end up being Jason Todd, because that almost kind of implies that we're not going to get a red hood. Ah, that's true. Who knows, though? Never say never. Alright. Alright, let's move on to the fuck you department. My fuck you matches my shout out. I want to give a fuck you to Maria, <laughs> because she borrowed my car to take her parents to the doctor's office close back and I'm like you know I just want to go pick up something to eat and I'll be right back I get in the car I'm stuck in the train I look and the gas tank the light has come on indicating that my car is about to hit empty now I'm stuck waiting for this train and my car is just dying minute by minute so I'm on pure freak out mode because of course I don't want to fucking get stuck there so I end up having to turn around drive through this whole other area to try just make it I literally just pulled into the pump as my car died. Like, I'm pulling in, I'm like, please don't die. Please don't die. He's not exaggerating. Yeah. I was on the phone with him at this point. And I'm and losing he, he was saying these exact words. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Don't die. <laughs> like, my car stopped 
right at the pump. So I call Maria. I'm like, David, I'm going to have to let you go. I want to scream at my wife. And of course, I call her up. I'm like, do you not notice when the car is that close to E? And she's, she's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, all right, I'm going to White Castle. I'm going to pick some nuts. She's like, can I get, can you get me some fries? I'm like, yeah, but I can't promise they won't be empty by the time I get to the house. Or covered with spit. Or that. So you got your little shout out, but fuck you, Maria. There it is. Tony, you got anybody you want to say fuck you to? Um, no, not really. <laughs> You're not the first person. Some people just don't have a fuck you. I, just, I don't have uh, that many people to complain about. God, you What's that like? Life, right? <laughs> I'm over here saying fucking my wife like I'm an asshole. <laughs> and you're over here like, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. David, any fuck yous? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta for, pick up where Tony does. Yeah, I'm gonna eat up the airspace <laughs> that he vacated. Thanks, man. The first fuck you goes out to, again, I think you guys touched on this one before, Chicagoland drivers. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but this past week, I have never wanted to just inspire random acts of road rage in my life that people were provoking out of me. 100%. People, people were driving like horse <laughs> shit this past week. And now that I look up and see there's a full mood, I don't know if that has something to do with it, but holy fuck, I had seen more people driving stupid. And especially the crotch rocket crowd. Gotta love late summer in Chicago with the crotch rockets. Oh, I can't stand that shit. Uh, second fuck you. I was going through some of my old uh, DC comics, and I came upon uh, the Green Lantern Blackest Night series. And I'll say fuck them for never fleshing out the res- all the respective Lantern cores and just rushing through shit to get to the Blackest Night series and just basically leaving so much undone before they rebooted the universe again and fuck that all up. And uh, my third final fuck you I'll send to women with pregnancy hormones because, my God, I had to spend... Thankfully, it wasn't directed to me, but my wife was pissed off. I know this isn't you talking, it's your hormones, but I would just like to say, fuck you, hormones. You are a crazy bitch, hormones. Not Allison, hormones. Fuck them. And it took me about 30 minutes of damage control to calm her down and placate her. You sure it wasn't you? Yeah, actually, it wasn't me. It was completely... I was really happy about that fact. Otherwise, I would have been like, hey, you know, can I crash on your couch type shit? But uh, no, it was not directed to me, but damn, it took a lot to calm her down. You're always welcome. I think, uh... I think I'm good on that. Now. Feel better? Yep. Rodney? I got a very personal fuck you to... A very serious fuck you, actually, this week, to uh, Miss Jasmine Cristobal. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who have been listening to the show in old school, or those of you who know me on a personal level, um, this is the same lady who stole 80 grand from me about oh. two years ago. Oh. She decides to send a letter from her lawyer oh. uh, to my sister, which freaked my sister out, by the way, which deserves a fuck you in and of itself. Um, and it's me about how my sister and I own stock in our dad's company, whether it be 5%, blah, blah, whatever. So in addition to us not knowing that we own stock in our dad's company, it makes us partially responsible for the tax and the payroll that hasn't been paid by my dad's company totaling X amount of dollars. But wait, it gets better. Jesus. She is offering to do us a favor by buying out our stock from my dad's company so we wouldn't have to be responsible for thousands of dollars worth of back taxes and payroll, which is totally a line of shit because she's offering $1,000 for each of our shares. Not each of our individual shares, but a thousand, just under $1,000 for myself and just under $1,000 for my sister, which really sounds shady as shit. Yeah. So I don't know what the situation is. If um, you're one of the Uchi community and you happen to be a lawyer, I'd appreciate some lawyerly advice. But um, just Did seems like, call, like I'd go. I try to go to the office of this lawyer 
not go in, but just make sure that it's an actual lawyer's office, not just somebody not, type yeah, something yeah, up. Yeah, not somebody's fucking mail. letterhead that says, "Hey, I'm a fucking lawyer," because yeah. <laughs> I could do that tomorrow from fuckinglawyers.com. Exactly. I, like, don't show up and it's Saul from Breaking Bad or some shit like that. Yeah. The law firm of Dewey Cheatham and How. I thought it was Dewey Stroom and How. I don't know. Three Stooges, Dewey Cheatham and How. Oh yeah. I love the Three Stooges. Man, that sucks. I was going to fuck you out there for that kind of shit. Too. Yeah, can yeah. I can it, can I add my fuck you to, to hers? Yeah, because that broad needs a few fuck yous. Mm-hmm. I think Tony would even give a fuck you to that broad at this point. Yeah, would. <laughs> <laughs> so you sure you don't have any this week with uh, the repairs and all? Actually, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a time life. Well, we're three we're three steaming assholes. <laughs> I know, I know who I'm getting behind of in the line at the pearly gates. Yeah, or you know, depending on your depiction of hell, how that was going to show up. All right, moving on. All right, moving on to our corrections department, Rodney. What do we got? All right, for corrections, Jennifer Conley was in the Rocketeer. Okay. Greg Olson, the former Bear, the former Chicago Bear, now plays for the uh, Carolina Panthers, was not the same Greg Olson who married Kathy Ireland. Ah. Entirely different Greg Olson. Sorry, right? Interesting. Greg Olson was born, who former Chicago Bear Greg Olson was born in 85, and Kathleen Ireland got married in 88. So, <laughs> unless she's a pedophile, probably not the same guy. Jesus Christ, I'm older than Greg Olson. Uh, yeah, if you were born before 85. Motherfucker. Daniel Carcillo is only 21. I don't want to hear that shit. What else, Rodney? And, uh, let's see. Rain Man was not actually used in a long game poly, which Adam is actually contesting. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to try to rewatch that movie just... For that part. Worth the watch. I'm going to have to make the sacrifice to watch Jennifer Aniston again. Yeah. It sucks for me. I live, a, I live a hard life. And that that smack of that ass. Yes. Yeah. Makes that whole movie worth it for that little spank on the tush. But uh, don't fault us for our mistakes. Because we all make mistakes in life and we all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage That's at a seriously true. low price. Call 312-945-6254. Get a free quote today. Or visit their website. At aliminsurance.com. That's A L I M for a limb. Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Alright, moving straight away to our Pissing on Grace segment since we're throwing away the old one. Fresh, fresh grave. We're going to be talking about Wes Craven, born August 2nd, 1939, at the age of 76. Just died probably a couple hours ago, according to Facebook, you know, because that's accurate. Just turned 76 at the start of the month. So today's, what, the 30th? Or is tomorrow the 30th? Today's the 30th, right? 30th, yeah. Oh, so he was born the second day of August, died the second to last day of August. It's a weird coincidence. I don't know. It might just be me. Let's see. Wes Craven was born Wesley Earl Craven in Cleveland, Ohio. Really? I mean, just looking at his IMDb, it, it says he was born there and jumped straight into his his movie career, which, if you don't know, know who Wes Craven is by now... Kill yourself. You don't know anything about movies. And we're here to help. His very first movie was The Last House on the Left in 1972, 14 years before I was born. What? Seven years before Rodney was born. That got remade, didn't it? Yep. Yes. Uh, he did the original Hills Have Eyes... Uh, Swamp Thing. So I didn't know he directed Swamp Thing. Hills Have Eyes 2. Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, the year that I was born. Uh, the Serpent in the Rainbow, which 
I actually own that. Uh, the Twilight Zone, he did a few episodes, five episodes. He actually did a Walt Disney Wonderful World of Color movie. People Under the Stairs, another movie I own. He did Vampire in Brooklyn, that garbage movie. Then in 1996, pretty much reinvented the slasher genre by bringing it back with Scream, the original Scream and Scream 2 and the following year, Scream 3 in 2000, so on and so forth. He's going to be greatly missed. He's one of the best directors of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Started a lot of the the real obvious stuff with slasher films. I mean, say what you will, but The Hills Have Eyes, the original, is a great movie. Brandon, it doesn't have a 10-minute long rape scene like the... uh, Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the remake, as the remake did. Oh. And Last House on the Left as well. Two needlessly long rape scenes. But I guess the reason we can fault you is for allowing people to make so many remakes of your classic movies like The Hills of Eyes, Last House on the Left, and, of course, Nightmare on Elm Street, which, although I like the design of Freddy in the newer version of Nightmare on Elm Street, it does suck the fact that you let the remake and basically butcher it. Have you guys seen the new Nightmare on Elm Street? No. Also, we're pissing on your grave because you created Rodney's most feared person in a horror movie. True. True story. Because <laughs> a little known Rodney fact, if you want to go back and listen to the previous Halloween episode, Nightmare or Freddy Krueger is Rodney's boogeyman, for lack of a better word. So, it's kind of funny. This has been Pissing on Graves, the Wes Craven edition. All right, so top topics today is going to be our underrated artists. You can talk about albums. So, Tony, just so you know, this isn't one of those, you know, I'm just going to list mine, you list yours kind of thing. We're going to kind of bounce around talk about people that we think are underrated when it comes to music. Yeah. It should come as no surprise. I'm going to throw Pharrell out there. He's gotten much more acclaim in the past few years, you know, especially when Happy came out and stuff like that. He opened up to a new demographic. But back in the day, being the guy just producing records and doing stuff with NYRD and writing Rump Shaker and stuff like that. He didn't get a lot of the do that I felt he should have gotten. So right. to me, Pharrell is the end of the icon or idol of my music tastes. So when it comes to underrated music artists, it'll always be Pharrell number one. I will just go around everyone can name one or two if they want. Tony, who do you think to you one of the most underrated people? Man, there's so many. I just think the ones that are not in the public eye right now are the next generation of taking it to the next level. They're constantly thinking outside the box, you know, always going beyond the normal, the normal, like, style of music, the way how it's arranged and, and produced. It's the ones that, like, take it 10 steps further and set it up to where, oh, shit, I know the sound, but it's completely different. They're just shaking things up, and that's what my goal is now is to where when you're listening to a record it's not your normal set of pop music or dance music it's like different genres of music fused and you're gonna hear all sorts of styles like hip hop jazz style chords you're gonna hear live instruments nobody used live instruments in today's pop music sucks yeah yeah it's, everything's all electronic and computerized and it's set up as like a 4-4 beat system but it's currently changing so I'm looking out for the young producers coming out and, and taking it a step further and there's a slew of them there's too many for me to, to mention but Diplo for one Bieber is a number two wow. just Bieber is taking his style of music the commercial pop and fusing it into the EDM market but still make it cool as to where it's still his style of music and and you know 
with Diplo producing his records, you know, it's fusing it to that. It just creates a whole new vibe of, you know, music. So watch, the, the new Bieber single is was involved into the last single of what Diplo and Skrillex has done for him. And it's it was just released on Friday and today. I do my best to not like that song, but every time it comes on, it's like, fuck. Yeah. The, the, Justin, uh, the Justin Bieber song. Cause, Where are you not right Yeah. Because you don't... Being a 31-year-old man, I'm not supposed to like Justin Bieber. And then that song comes on, and it's like, bam, that is kind of... You, you see his, his path, yeah. You see his path as an artist, as a producer, to where it's going beyond the listeners of the 13 to 16-year-old generation. You see him stretching out of that. So It's a good move on his part. Yeah, yeah, you see that evolution of it. So, yeah, it's um, it's a good thing. Dave? Pass. Really? Now this is the country, dude. <laughs> so, who's some underrated country people? I don't even know, dude, because, see, I have just honestly have been going back on Pandora and Django and listening to, like, Sticks, Journey. I've been, like, going through, like, a classic rock thing right now. Nothing wrong with classic rock. So. Actually, that, that kind of plays off into what my underrated artist is. Now, a lot of people aren't going to consider my artist that I'm naming right now underrated because they were, I mean, they were world-renowned. But um, I'm considering them underrated in the sense that, uh, yeah, I just listened to an interview with, um, specifically David Lee Roth I'm putting Van Halen out there not because you know they don't they didn't receive enough claim for their music but if you listen to their interview and you look at the history of bands at the time and, and how they became popular they were actually for a very long time a cover band and they had to do a lot of cover songs and they had to learn everybody else's you know all the different genres and all the different every song every pop song that was out there and they put their spin on it and the fact that they had an original sound and they had you know, Eddie Van Halen on guitar and David Lee Roth with the different vocals. That's how they gained popularity and they became, they actually got people to listen to their own music based on the cover songs that they did. So you got to appreciate an artist who can demonstrate some versatility in terms of, you know, learning how to do songs. I mean, that's kind of a lost art that, uh, you know, I, I doubt that any artists these days actually practice. Yeah, that's a real old school like. I mean, now everyone wants to try to break it into the music industry. It seems is they'll do covers first on uh, on YouTube. Like, oh, here's my rendition of this song, just with a different tempo or something, and then hoping that with when that happens, now okay, here's a link to my other videos. Go check that out. Here, are my original, here's my original song. Just the days of Garage Band to me is over. You don't you don't see that shit. Like, shout out to Jose and the whole band, the Cavemen, and the bands that he's in. They're trying to do it that old school way of, you know, we're playing little venues, we're playing little shows, we're not on YouTube that often, at, or at, at all. They have like a couple tracks on YouTube, that's it. But they're not social media kind of guys, they're more, if word's gonna get out, word's gonna get out on its of its own volition, not because we're forcing it. Which is kind of cool, and that's, you know, another underrated band as far as I'm concerned, you know, the, the Bionic Cavemen, they, they're very band. I have their album on vinyl. How many people can still say that about some shit? The fuck still has vinyl. It's a whole other thing. But, uh, yeah. You want to stop there, Ronnie? Oh, I got another one. Oh, good. David, if you're talking about country, I'm going to throw out the Moonshine Bandits, which uh, a lot of people, I don't know, they're bigger in the country genre than they are in mainstream, but um, I think one of their big songs that broke out in the mainstream and, and just beyond country is uh, For the Outlaws. And, um, and if you look up a lot of their videos, Get Loose, they're really trying to push, and it sounds kind of strange 
to say like there's a genre called hip hop country, but they're really pioneering that new sound that um, you know you don't really find in most of your conventional radio stations because they're thinking outside the box. All right. And I really hate to fuck up Rodney's upholstery. So Tony's gone. We uh, we burned through that trip a little bit faster than I thought we would, but. Let's move on to the what you say segment. Wicked, 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 what you say. All right, number 308. See, I get faggots, guys that need dick, that just plain need it. I get that. But lesbians, just bullshit posture, if you ask me. Chasing Amy? Yep. 309. Ohana means family. Family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. Lilo and Stitch. Did Austin. you know that Lilo was the same girl who played uh, Samara in the ring? Nope. I've never even seen Lilo and Stitch. Let's see. Austin. Austin, Massachusetts. Accepted. No. Road trip. Very good. It's Herbie Hancock. Rodney? Nope. Tommy boy? He's like, I need your John Hancock on here. He's like, it's Herbie Hancock. Been a while. Ah, they call me Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Nope. That is John Leguizamo in Carlito's Way. Haven't seen it. Let's see. It's hard to read while we're driving. I can't see that well. I don't want to keep the light on because it'll distract you. Forget about it can mean anything. It could be like that man of God. Forget about it. Johnny uh, Brasco? Johnny Brasco, yes. Uh, let's see. 314. Oh my God, Danny DeVito, I love your work. Mean Girls. Never saw that. That's actually a very funny movie. 315. Caesar is home. This was another one. Planet of the Apes? Yeah. What? No, this was, I swear this was farther in the line because, oh no, no, it was just you guys, it was when Caesar was actually on the show, yeah. Rodney said that. 316, drop a pebble in the pond, it makes ripples. Soon the ripples take up the entire pond. I'm here, drop it. You see, it's already begun. Nope. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Close. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Let's see. I gotta go, Linda, we got cows. Twister? I have a question. Why doesn't he like cats? The mummy. Very good. I'm not economically viable. No, I've seen it, but I'm drawing a blank. It's falling down. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. The guy that says that in the movie is actually the guy that plays Ben Urich in Daredevil TV show. 320. What will my legacy be? Blue Falcon from F-Zero. Nice. I doubt it's that, though. Maybe it's Falcone from Cermak. Let's see. What will my legacy be? We'll start with the perfect omelet. Some people add milk for density. Deep blue sea. Very oh, good. Which is made with two eggs, not three. Some people add milk, but this is a mistake. That's what I got in there. This is a mistake. Uh, 321. Hello, baby bird. Dumb and Dumber? Nope. It's one of the worst Hispanic accents of all time. Scarface? Close. Anaconda. Fucking John Boyd. Uh, fuck me up going after Deep Blue Sea because LL Cool J's character has the fucking parrot with him for the entire thing. Oh, yeah. So I was locked up on that. Let's see. But my bird. My sister's big looks big on that screen. 40 year version? Yep. Oh. May the odds be ever in your favor. Hunger Games. My mother hit me once. Once. Mommy Dearest? Johnny Dangerously. Never saw that. Uh, it's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Goofy movie? Very good. 326. Fuck. Ass. Boondock Saints. Yep. And the last one is, you mustn't be afraid to think a little bigger, darling. Inception. Very good. Wow. I did not think you were going to get that one. All right. That's it for the What You Say segment. It's a movie I need to give another chance. Really? You didn't like it? No, it's not better I didn't like it. It's like I got to the end and I, I was kind of only half paying attention as I watched it. 
Man, I love that movie. I did a disservice as I watched it, because I was just like, eh. Visually alone, I love that movie. Yeah, but I, I think what did it for me was, I think I rented that the same weekend I rented Sucker Punch, and I was already like... Oh, that's a mindfuck. Literally. Sucker Punch is good to watch on mute. Um, really? I thought the music was some of the... Well, the music was actually better than the good. fucking film in some portions. Emily Browning, the chick that did that plays uh, Baby Doll, she That should a- be an automatic... Like execution, having your fucking high beams on in the fucking suburbs. We're not in the suburbs. Okay, well, fuck, even worse in the city. Emily Browning did a lot of the like the music for that movie, the chick that played Baby Doll. Yeah. Which is surprising. All right, moving on to the promotional segment today. Obviously, we want to promote at UTJH Podcast on the Twitter account. We want to promote UTJH Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash hashtag hashtag spelled out UTJH. Fuck, Tony Tom, forgot to give us the name of the. Track. Uh, Wildfire. Oh, that's right. That's right. We want to promote Tony Arzadon, who was with us today. Very, very, very popular DJ. Worldwide DJ, apparently. Uh, coming out with a new track on Friday called Wildfire. Check it out. We want to promote all the other podcasts on the Get a Disease Network. So you got You're Gonna Get a Disease, Vagina Dialogues, Something Gate, Das Drunks, and us, of course. And hopefully soon is going to be Backslash. We rule. Backslash we rule. I'm actually looking forward to listening to the first episode of that as soon as Ryan's done editing and Ronnie gives me a copy. So that should be coming out very, very soon. Also, we are not podnogamous, so we also listen to Kevin and Leroy. Is it Leroy? Roman and Leroy. Roman and Leroy. What the fuck? I cannot get those names right. So make sure you listen to that. I don't know what the hell is going on with Radio Rebels or anything like that, so I'm going to stop promoting them at this point. Oh, Roman and Leroy are taking the bullet. They have episode three posted. Oh, they finally posted the third episode, huh? Yep, got it queued up. Uh, Real fans for real movies. Check that out when you get a chance. The VMAs are going on right now, so hopefully you said fuck that because I'm sure every 10 seconds they're showing one of the Kardashians and we do not support the Kanye West or Kardashian movement. September 11th. By the time this episode airs, you're going to have one more week to figure out what the fuck you're going to buy It's American on 9-11. Lap dances forever, Make sure she's American. Have her present her birth certificate. Uh, what about a naturalized citizen? Also, like, like natural or uh, fake. Very funny. By the time you guys listen to this, I'll be in Boston two weeks from then. So if you are a fan, make sure to hashtag UTJH and another hashtag with Boston. I'll do my best to meet up with you if I get a chance. Anything else, Rodney? Uh, let's see. Uh, find Red Novella on SoundCloud. Yes. Also on Spotify for all the Spotify listeners. There's at Tony Arzadon or Tony Arzadon. You can find him pretty, pretty easily on, on Twitter. So make sure you guys check him out also. David, anything to promote? No. All right. I'd say, uh, let's call it a podcast. Signing off from the Baroness, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Dave Merkle. And, um, that just happened.
Price is right, Jingle? <laughs>